Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hey there. Thanks for joining the show. My name is John. If you're watching the show, not just listening to the podcast, yes, I am that same guy in the bumper video there. I just have a little bit of less hair usually and a whole lot more gray than what you'll see when that video bumper was made there. Thanks for spending some time with us today. I, I'm always looking forward to the, the show. One, because it is a reflection of what I'm working through and thinking through and as a team here at Kavanaugh, what we are really focusing in on. But it also gives me the opportunity to share with you and then hear back with you. I was on a call this week with a team, with one of the large orgs that we work with, and this member of this team was saying, hey, I've listened to your podcast, and you were saying this, and I love it. In my past life, I've only had one, but as before I went to the field and worked as a church planter, I was a professor at a Christian college. And one of the things that I loved was when my students would listen to stuff that I was presenting and sharing, and then they would really chew on it. They would think about it. Sometimes they would disagree and they would ask counter thoughts to it. I love that. That's how we get better collectively together. And in fact, I'm going to be sharing more about this here in like maybe one or two weeks because it's important that we think together and look at things in a critical kind of way. Now, critical doesn't have to mean negative. You can be critical of an idea or suggestion that I give. You can say why you don't like it or don't think it's good. That's okay. It doesn't mean you do, that you don't like me. I can be critical of something or some, some system. It doesn't mean I don't like the people behind it. That's a really key point in my mind. And it's one thing to talk about problems, but we have to be thinking about solutions and then really being critical about them so that we can continue to refine, reiterate, and just to iterate on those and to get better and better results. So uh, this, what I'm sharing with you here is something that we're working through and these are this is where we're at right now. If you watch this show six months from now, or some of these tools we're gonna share today, uh, they, we may not be using them at Kavanaugh. I may not like them anymore. I'm just trying to present where we're at, what we're working through, so that it can be a benefit for you. There's a lot of stuff out there. We want to bring it together and share it with you, whether it's marketing, technology, media. That's kind of what we feel like is our job at Kavanaugh, is to dig deeply, to think deeply, and then try to present, at least suggest to you, some ideas of software, tools, strategies, whatever it might be. Well, I'm preparing for a talk and a workshop here in a couple weeks, and then I will be traveling from there to do a hands-on training with several teams in one central location. And I've been preparing and working through just tools that we like, tools that we use. And what I want to continue with that theme today is some software for communication, VPN type stuff, and even just some open source social network types of tools. Now, once again, these are ones that we're just digging into. We're going to suggest them to you for you to look at, to think about whether or not they fit with what you want, with what you're needing for your 
your specific context, right? It's always important for you to chew your food, for you to, to look at the information that's out there and to take the bones out of it and to really think about it. Just make sure that you're doing research, not listening to uh, conspiracies or hearsay or whatever else. So there's a lot of those out there as well. But read broadly, look for consensus, look for themes, look for what industry experts are saying on some of these tools, and then go from there. So let me dive in today. We're just going to dive right into this, and we're going to start with a search engine. Now, there's a lot of different ones that are out there. You could come back to me on every piece of software I'm going to say today, and you could come back and say, oh, yeah, but you missed this one. You missed this one. I get it. I know there's tons of software. What I am presenting to you are ones that we either have used or are using or are digging into. Okay, so I'm not trying to give you an exhaustive list. I'm just trying to give you an idea of maybe where to start. Some, And for some of you, you may have never even thought about a certain type of software. Well, here's one of them. Every time you go into Google and do a search or whatever search engine that you use, all of that data is, is being collected. Well, here's one that you can use. It's just called StartPage, startpage.com. And its whole idea is allowing you to search on the internet without being tracked yourself. So you can you see here there's a Chrome plugin and once again I can just imagine some of you going wait a minute I don't like Google I don't like Chrome I hear you I understand that we use Google a lot internally at Kavanaugh because a lot of our clients do and even if a person is not using a Gmail account someone sooner or later down that line will be using it but we utilize UB hardware keys on all of our accounts so that we're really trying to lock them down. And then certain times, certain secure types of conversations, then we are not using our normal Google Chat or even Google Cloud for documents or whatever. We actually are using Diode at that point. Well, search engine, if you're concerned about your search traffic or where people, the, your government or whomever might be looking at it, this is one that you might want to look at. It's just startpage.com. And it is a private search engine. All right. And so your connection is encrypted. You can notice there's going to be a lock up in the top left in the bar there. You can browse anonymously. There's a lot of stuff that this does that just kind of protects what you are doing. All right. So that, that's one of them. And the reason why I start with this is because that's where we tend to start at is when we start a search of something and we begin to follow that rabbit trail of information, well, we might want to start in a safe type of environment or safer type of environment. Everything when it comes to security is a sliding scale. Nothing is completely bulletproof. Nothing, if, the, if a government or group really is determined, they're going to use multiple tools and ways to, to get into things. So we're just trying to protect to a moderate level here the best that we can. So this is StartPage and it's just startpage.com. We'll put links to all of these on our Kavanaugh Media website under the podcast there. There's a page for each podcast, and there's a link to our video of this as well, so you can watch it on the YouTube channel. All right, next piece of software is communication. Well, Signal is one of the ones that we use a lot, and this is a tool that we use both for phone calls 
and for messages. And we are big fans of Signal. You probably have heard about it. You probably have used it in some form, potentially, all right? Or at least you know someone who has used it. I just want to say I like it, all right? So I have the desktop version of it, and I have it on our phone. And though we don't always use it internally, we use a different tool for our secure communication for clients and other people, especially in secure locations, I find that Signal is a very, very good tool. In that same thread, here is another one, and this one's called Session. And the reason we dove into Session was because it is utilizing some, some blockchain type of technology and it's not requiring phone numbers to get signed up. To me, that's a really important deal. If you, if you have to do personal identifiable information to use a tool, then you are in, you're already giving up some of that digital sovereignty and you are putting information potentially at risk when you do that. So there's other ones now that are out there, but this is the first one that I found that I really dove into that I like. And so we have session. We have it personally in my family on our phones and on the computer as well. So there's a session app for your computer, right? Now they're adding some new functionality to session, all right? And when you go into it, you're gonna notice that there is group things, voice messages, these kind of features right down here. As far as I can tell, this is where the personal encryption and that, that level of protection seems to go away a little bit, that there's protocols that have to be used that will open you up. It's similar to Telegram. Telegram's great. It's encrypted one-to-one. -one. You start doing group chats, you do things with larger groups, you're not encrypted at that point. So you need to be really careful if that's your communication tool. So this could be another one, session, that you look at that's going to be a messenger tool for you, end-to-end -end encrypted messenger. So signal, sessions, those could be great ones. Well, believe it or not, email is still used. And if that is a tool that you use a lot, one of the ones that we recommend is just Proton, Proton Mail. And it is something that I have had now for years, and they, they've continued to make it better. I just remember when I first used it, I was like, this, this thing is just, I mean, it's good, but it, it was nowhere near what other platforms that I could use had but those other platforms weren't as secure as Proton is. So end-to-end -end encrypted, Swiss privacy, as they say here. Here, once again, open source. People can look into it and see the software behind all of it. They have a calendar functionality to it. They even have Proton Drive. So you can put some documents and things in those, those uh, secure storage. So it is a tremendous. Here's the, the calendar that they have. Right? And, and it's, I think it is a fantastic tool and company I would recommend if you're needing encrypted secure email, look at them. Look at ProtonMail. Be careful about the name that you use there. Don't, don't put your full name at ProtonMail. Okay? And truthfully, sometimes when we use some of these emails, I think they may draw even more attention. But if you're needing full end-to-end -end encrypted and controlling your email, this could be a great one for you to look at. Same company, another solution, then would be a VPN. And so VPNs, 
I think, get a little bit overhyped at times, as if they're just this magic thing that you can do. Well, people can tell when you're using a VPN. They just can't read what it is that you're bringing across that, that, that data channel when you're communicating. Uh, this is why if you've ever tried to use a VPN to watch, let's say, Netflix or something, it will say, we detect that you're using a VPN. So there's ways to see this. There's standard ways where all of this comes out the other end of the data pipe, and they can tell this is being routed through servers that are being used as a VPN. Doesn't mean, though, that they can see the data, but it does draw attention to it. But if you're going to use a VPN, and I think it's a very important tool to have, well, here's one that you might want to look at. Proton, same company, and you can get their VPN service, Windows, Mac, iOS, Linux, Android, there's, there's lots of tools and things that you can use with them. Now, there's other ones that I've used, and there's some other VPNs out there that actually spend a lot of money on their marketing. It doesn't mean necessarily that they're a more secure or better piece of software. All right, so be careful with it, and don't consider it just this, oh, I had a VPN on, so now I'm fine. Nope, you've got to be careful about what you're doing, even when using a VPN. All right, well, let's keep going. I shared with you in a previous episode about one of my favorite tools that are out there, which is Obsidian and DevonThink and Hook. Well, here is another note-taking app that is available, and this one's just called Standard Notes. There is, I'll show you another one here next after this one. There's also some, some ones that are available on specific platforms. But this is one that is cross-platform, it is free, it has encryption built into it, it is using, uh, so that's where your data is being protected. You can see here on the screen here, rich text, spreadsheets, markdown, lots of different stuff. So this could be one for you, and they have it in all the different types of formats that you might want to have. All right, so standard notes could be one for you if you want to control your notes instead of Evernote or something that's locking you in. Another one would be Joplin. And Joplin is an open source note-taking app. And so once again, it's just a way for you to get things out of your head and to really then put your notes out there. To me, this is extremely important. And I am writing more and more, even though it sometimes hurts my carpal tunnel, whatever it is that's going on, I think it's so important to be taking notes and then to go back to them and to reference these notes and to tie them together. So Joplin, uh, Bear is one, Standard Notes, or my favorite right now, which is Obsidian that you might want to look at. All right, let's keep going. Open source password management, Bitwarden. Bitwarden might be one you want to use. It's important to use a password manager. Now, we internally use LastPass, but I would have no problem recommending this one as well. And it is what it is, exactly, a secure password storage and sharing way of keeping track of all of your usernames and passwords. All right, so make sure you have something that you're using. I would not recommend that you store all your, your passwords just in your built-in browser. So have a password management software that you're using. Okay. Continuing, Diode, I shared this already, did a podcast with you, but it is just something that we use a ton. We are utilizing Disciple Tools now through layers and zones on Diode. There's just so much that comes into this. I really appreciate this 
company and the people that are building this. And I use this anytime we have sensitive documents or we have sensitive communication that needs to take place because now they have the apps for it. And so our team internally can use Diode to talk to each other, to share files, or to work with teams who are in sensitive locations and we're running the marketing for them. Well, they're sending us the assets, the pictures of the videos, the copy, whatever that might be. We're running all of those ads for them. Diode is an important part of that process as well for them. All right, here's another one. And this one is just a open source social network. And this is one I haven't done yet. I've just been digging and reading. So I may change my mind on this, but as with any types of tools that are like Twitter, social network type of tools, if nobody is on it, it's not a very good social kind of tool. Now you could use this for your own team or for only specific people. What I am liking about this is that in essence, this can be a closed network or it can be an open one that other people can go to, but you can also host your own node. So this is a decentralized, decentralized social network. And it's very similar to Twitter, though you get 500 characters that you can use instead of the standard Twitter amount. So this might be something that you want to look at. I'm going to be following it. We are going to build one, a server of our own, a node of our own, and we're going to be testing it and seeing what we think about it, right? And I'll probably get back to you about that at some other point. All right. Last thing I want to talk to you about is your team communication. So many people use Slack or Teams or Google, Google Chat or, or whatever it might be. But these are a couple of tools that you can use instead of Slack. So these are ways for you that if you wanted to, you could set up an internal communication system for your team or your people, your responders. Here's one of them, Rocket Chat highly rated. I have had a few people that I know that have used it and have said they like it. They like it a, a lot. And so this could be a very good tool for you to look at. What's interesting, I think it is with Rocket Chat. If not, it will be this other one that I share with you. One of these tool, tools can even take your whole Slack channels and all of your information and import that in and basically create a clone of Slack, but in a an environment that then you control. And that's the key thing, just you having the control. You decide what security posture you want. You may love Slack and have no problem with it. Great. Keep using it then. I, I'm, not, I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you that that's wrong. I'm just saying there's alternatives out there as well. Rocket Chat would be one of those. And then this is the other one, Mattermost. And Mattermost is very similar. If you look through what's happening here, it looks a lot like Slack, right? And so you can bring together channels, you could have boards, you can have all sorts of stuff that you would normally do with Slack, you can use Mattermost. And so you can see some of the companies that are using it, Air Force, NASA, DuckDuckGo, usually these financial groups, when it's a group like that, they're trusting their security to the, these software tools as well. I, that lends a lot of credibility to me, all right? And so that would be another one that you might want to look at would be Mattermost, all right? All right, well, I hope that that gives you some just some ideas. I hope that it will 
just really let you see, okay, well, this is really important having the right tools and the right processes and that you'll look through this listing of some of these pieces of software and say okay let's give it a try let's dig into it if you do i would love to hear what your thoughts are if you like it if you hate it if you find problems with it great but let us know why if you have solutions let us know why if you if you have a different tool that you're using let us know and we'd love to share that with other people we get asked all the time and your recommendations help so much same thing with coaching we are looking into different things here on the podcast on the video training on some types of of themes and coaching that we'd like to do and if that if you have some requests or some something that you think would be really good to work through let us know and we'll see if we can really dig into it and make that part of the show coming up. All right, thanks so much for for listening and or watching. This show comes out every week, Lord willing, Friday morning, 1.15 Eastern Standard Time. So depending on where you're at in the world, it will be early afternoon, early normal morning time, whatever. So we appreciate you spending some time with us here on the show and with me and I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate you sharing this with other people and joining, subscribing, all of what we talk about. So thanks so much. Until next time, take care. Keep pressing forward, friends. Find ways to make Jesus famous. Let's find ways to do it together. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.